Villanova. What's up, man? I'm here. This is your boy, the guy, Lita Johnson, and um, I want to talk about something. I've been I've been doing a lot. I understand. I've been I know people been like, "What's going on, man? We've been ready to hear some." Villanova lost, and um, it was a hard fought season. I'm really proud of them. I mean, I can't be disappointed. You really can't. And the team could have easily been what. A team that didn't even win over almost barely over 20 games. They won over 20 games, man. Like, over 23 games. Like, this team really pounded it out in a tough Big East team. Tough Big East. Big East had guys like Georgetown, St. John's, Marquette that came to another level. Providence got tough. Seton Hall got tough. Down the line, Villanova football. I mean, excuse me. Sorry about football. We're going to get on that too. Villanova. Basketball has been huge. So I had to give Ned Phil Booth. Congratulations to Phil Booth. Um definitely, definitely did a great job in what he does. Um we're gonna have some Villanova today because I got to get some stuff done today more. But this is a little Villanova football segment. I wanna say Phil Booth to me is probably gonna be my, my favorite Villanova player. I got a lot of guys I like, but I mean, to play five years, won two championships. I think he's my favorite of all time now. Right now, I'm just riding high on Phil Booth. I just think he needs, he deserves an NBA spot. He'll get it. He'll probably be a G League uh, star. But I think he deserves to be on an NBA roster with a winning team. And because and, he's winners. And Villanova's around some winners. It's going to happen. They're winners. Look at Archie Diakno this year. Michael Bridges this year with Phoenix. These guys are playing. Um, Amari Spellman has showed great flashes at Atlanta. Um, you know, Dante Cunningham with San Antonio. Kyle Lowry was an all-star this year. Just so many guys. Dante DiVincenzo always makes an impact no matter how much time on the floor. He plays super hard. Don, Daniel Sheffield was having a monster season in the G Leagues. You know, with the Stockton Kings, eventually he'll be called up sometime by somebody. He's just playing too good. He will get an NBA team. He will be on the NBA team. That whole Villanova, uh, Pascal will be drafted. Um, I just think their whole Villanova team, it, it comes to say just how much of a dynasty they were. I think now you clearly look at they're one of the greatest, this is one of the greatest championship runs in NCAA history because of the stats they accumulated, because of the guys that stayed, the guys that were recruited, the teams that were beat, the fashion that they were beat. This is one of the greatest um, championship runs ever. Say what you want. I don't think there's been one team I've seen that was as efficient as this recent last year's championship team. Villanova was ready and ready for war. All right. So we come here and we talk more and more about Villanova and what they bring to the table. All right. What Villanova does and what they bring to the table as a, a whole team. And um, right now, we want to talk about next year. Is that what we want to talk about? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's talk about the sole reason of next year's team. It could be Quinnally, Gillespie. And until, until I see who makes the team, I'm giving the experienced guys because it seems like that's where right goes first. Quinnally is going to be a guy who knows the offense. He's been around everybody. He's going to be a point guard. There's no reason in hell that he was – listen, you knew you had Gillespie before Quinnally came. So don't say because Gillespie was starting their point guard that he's going to be the point guard. That doesn't even make any sense. Gillespie knew the offense, and that's what he got. It point blank. He's talking about defense. All Listen, Gillespie knew the offense more than Quinley. That's all it was. 
You know, Archie Diakno was a true point guard to go with Brunson. There was no true point guard to go with uh, Gillespie right now. So Gillespie and Quinn Lee to me looks like the backcourt. Of course, Antoine. Antoine is he's in the, uh, McDonald's All-American game, which is at 7 o'clock Eastern time. For all y'all that want to see the McDonald's All-American game, um, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl of Villanova, is in that game. And if you look at a lot of guys, um, Eric Dixon and Justin Moore. Justin Moore's in the Nike Hoop Summit. And Eric Dixon is highly under. I mean, it's like people just look at him like he's invincible. Are you crazy? Like, seriously. So, in my opinion, if, if you ask me what do I think besides Quinley Gillespie, Sadiq Bay, Jermaine Sanders, da-da, you ask me what do I think, I say it's Antoine and Quinley. I keep on telling people this, and they come, oh, Gillespie. I think it's a – people are not looking at basketball. If you look at the way Quinley played, if you look at the way Quinley played, all right, you look at the way Gillespie played. Quinley's quicker with the ball, faster, better dribbler, and getting space. Which that's what you need at your point guard. That's one thing you would want. A guy that can come and bring people to him and pass the ball off. He makes better passes. And, you know, as far as scoring, Gillespie's a better scorer. I just don't see I mean, he got the chance to make those shots and, and, and to he got the chances. Jay Wright saw just what he needed out of Quinley. He saw just what he needed. I'm telling y'all right now, it's gonna be Quinley and Gillespie. Y'all gonna be mad. It could be Quinley and Antoine, but Quinley's going to be the point guard, period. Talk about he's gone. Why would he be gone? Unless y'all saying it's going to be Gillespie and Antoine and Quinley don't get no starting time. How could y'all think that Gillespie, there were times we needed Gillespie and Gillespie was not there. Y'all see it. Y'all all saw it. And guard you, you depend on a lot of your guards. And Gillespie was froze a lot of times. He was for he was frozen. He could not get into space. He could not drive. I mean, people shut him down. You need when but Quinley was so easy. You could not stop him in transition. You could stop Gillespie in transition. Jay Wright sees all this. He wants in order for this team to run, Quinley has to be starting point guard. Y'all can say what y'all want. Put the family issue out of it. I love the Gillespies. My guy Jimmy Faye. My guy Jim. I love all them guys. He's a chick. I, them guys are awesome. This is why Gillespie's a good player. Because of the family base and what they have taught this man. He's ready for war. But there are things some people can't do. Some people just can't do them. It's, then you're going to make them uncomfortable trying to tell them to do it. It's not fair. Gillespie should be a shooting guard. Combo guard. He's not a point guard. He's a combo guard. He can carry the ball up. It'll be great to see. Because Quinley can't play off the ball. But Quinley can't play off the ball like Gillespie. You're not going to put Quinley at the two guard like Gillespie's bigger and he's he's more bigger. See, it'll give Gillespie a chance to post up some people at, at two guard. He can be a killer. He'll average 15 a game next year. He comes off the bench, he'll average 11. No doubt in my mind. We look at certain players like Antoine. He's going to be too, too, too talented. He's going to be too talented to keep off the floor. But he either be on, on the bench or he'll be starting one or the other. But when you see Antoine and, and, and Quinley become a unit as, as a backcourt unit, 
And Gillespie could still be the captain. Listen, coming off the bench don't mean you ain't no captain. And he's going to get, you're not going to see Gillespie's role diminish that much because he's going to be needed. His experience, he's a champion, he's a junior. He can shoot the ball. You need a guy, because if he comes off the bench, that could be even better because you're talking about Antoine. You sit Antoine, you let Antoine play. You sit Antoine, put Gillespie in there. And I told you, there's times you can put Antoine at the three. Depends on your, your, your matchup liner. But right now, that's so deep. Antoine will get a little, I think he can get some time there because you want to put as many tight, he has so many different matchups. But this is one lineup I'm going to tell you about. Antoine is small forward. Jeremiah Robinson Earl at center. And Sadiq Bay at the four with Gillespie and Quinterly. Or you can have Gillespie at the point. We send Quinley down with Antoine Slater, Cole Swatter, Eric Dixon. I mean, it's fool's gold. It's, I mean, it's so much gold. Not fool's gold. It's so much gold. I feel like on the Austin Powers, gold. Nothing but gold. This is going to be a very hard team to beat. Villanova get very excited. I'm not listening. This is not no steam. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Okay, but like I said, the, the other, like I said, the other lineup could be Antoine Quinterly. I think Samuels and Bay start regardless. Nobody's gonna start over them, man. I mean, you might have a, a little fight at backcourt, but ain't gonna be no fight. So, so I think Bay and Samuels prove that they belong. Sorry. Now, the center position is going to be a fight. Dada is going to still, he could start still, but the minute, I'm, it's, it ain't about starting. It's about minutes. This year should have proven to you how Wright is going to perform with this team. This year will help him be better. This year will help better the next season. This season that just passed will help better the next season because of the young people he already faced with, now he knows what to do. They writes a scientist, man. I'm telling you, I think in his former life he was Albert Einstein. Um, you put Dada in there, and you know Dada for his lack of sh- of a jump shot that that that's a long range jump shot, and you know like athleticism. You got guys like Robinson Earl. Then you want some more power in there with a shooting range shot. That's just only Dada don't have a range. He's, Robinson Earl and Dixon have shooting range. They could shoot, shoot from the uh, the perimeter. Dixon, but it's gonna be everybody ain't gonna get time though. Dixon is gonna be one of those guys who don't get the time. I'm, I'm sorry, Dixon's gonna be one of those guys who don't get time. Not as much time. Not as much time. You know, I mean, you're looking at. Um, Cole Swider. Cole Swider is going to get time. He's going to be the backup power forward. Y'all can say what y'all want. And Brandon Slater is going to be, there's too much was invested in these guys when they were recruited. Expect Quinterly, Slater, and, and, and Swider to get time next year, big time. Quinterly's going to start. Slater's going to be backing up uh, Jermaine Samuels. His defensive prowess is needed. If, if anything you saw from Jermaine Samuels and Bay, their, their length and, and their athleticism on the defensive side was needed. 
So Slater is going to be definitely getting some time next year. And Swider's a shooter with a strong, tough. You need a guy like that off the bench. And he has been here. They both were in the tournament. They, just like Gillespie and Dada coming from championship. Samuels didn't get to play there. He was around them. That's a good experience. And look at these guys. So now, as we look and we say, okay, well, recruiting. Well, Delaney is going to Adelphi in Division Two, So that's another spot that's been open. So I still say two people. It'll be two people in 2020. Period. It's too crowded of a team for them to even try to get other people. All right. Um, what that means is that there could be an offer coming soon. So, like I said, look for Johnny Juzang. I keep on telling y'all. Lynn Greer, Johnny Juzang are two guys to look for. Scotty Barnes could be another one. Yes, Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, y'all. All right. Got to believe in Scotty Barnes because Jeremy Roach and Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes said Jeremy Roach is one of the guys he would want to play with, you know, with a team. So, and then Villanova started recruiting him last year. So, look out for that one. That was the one I never really opened up as much. It was a long time ago I talked about it, but he's still a possibility. Uh, well, Johnny Juzang is being recruited hard, man, and he's Jay Rice's type of guy. I know for sure because he can shoot. He's long. He can play. He's a hard worker. You know, I talked to him um, for NBA draft room. The man says James Harden is the guy to look at. That's dangerous because he can shoot. Johnny Juzang can shoot. Like he's a dangerous shooter. He's a natural shooter. So it's big to accumulate. This guy can do so many things with the ball. He can also pass the ball. He could be an All-American his first or whenever he gets that time, first, second, third year. He can be a Big East player. Of the year. He's that good. Dan Greer is leading Roman Catholic to all types of. Um, Bounds with Seth Lundy and Justice Williams and Jalen Dern. Them guys are big time, but without Lynn Greer, they don't really, it don't really, it don't run like that. Greer can play the point guard, and he can shoot like his pop. I mean, he's a very good scorer and a smart basketball player, and he doesn't have an offer yet. It's because they're waiting on Jeremy Roach. That's the number one guy, man. They're not even really. I think they're not even. They're looking at guys, talking to guys, but it's not going down like that. Um, Elijah Hutchins Everett, 6'10", can shoot from the three-point line. He's a center. He's an offer. So now things get a little, they could go for three people if they want to, but it's going to be two. I think it'll be two. You know, you want to go for guys that you feel are going to, you know, you got to let these other guys get time. Brian Antoine is gone, man. Everybody, oh, this is, Antoine's gone, man. And I just would not be surprised if he is just thrown in that shooting guard. The crazy part is about this is that if Gillespie does start at the point guard position, which I'm not knocking him not starting there, I'm just saying that, to be real, it just didn't look like he was ready to dissect the team. I think what will happen is, you know what will happen to them day Gillespie stay at his point guard? Antoine handling the ball a lot. Because when it's time to slice the defense up, bring people up, he'll open up Gillespie. So I could see Gillespie Antoine. Let's just take that back. Let's take that back. Because that's the way he would be there starting. And then you would put Gillespie on the bench and, and then Quinley would get starters minutes. 
because those are going to be the three guards now. It's not going to be a, the three guard rotation is going to be Quinley, Gillespie, and Antoine. Period. It's not going to be Justin Moore coming in there taking no. He could warrant some minutes if he comes in there. And he plays a very good role as a shooting guard, but he's not going to get more minutes than Quinley. It's just not his time. I think Justin Moore and Eric Dixon both play back. They're going to have to sit back because one thing Jay Wright has has put on and put out there is that he's not going to put people out there just because they're they're here he, he wants to put a good role on the floor like Quinterly and Gillespie both have been here and experienced now Antoine comes in he's the one guy that's going to get that time it's not going to be four people it's just not what Jay Wright does so and then you're looking at Jeremiah Robinson or who will get that time whether it's at the center center and power forward position it will happen He'll go between both of them. He'll get both powerful, and he will accumulate by 20 or plus minutes a game. You're going to see him at the five position a lot to, to provide scoring. He's physical. He can pass. You're also going to see him at the power four position, taking and putting Bay sometimes a small forward with Robinson Earl, and then you put Dada in there. Dada's going to get a lot more time this year. He's going to have to really step up this year to show where he's at on his team. But Robinson, Earl Bay, and Samuels are three guys to look at, and Swider and Slater. This, these, these are the guys you're going to have to look at. They're going to get a lot of time in rotation next year. By the time the tournament kicks around, it'll be three guard rotation will be Quinterly, Samuels, and, and uh, Quinterly, Samuels, and Gillespie. It'll be Bay, Samuels, Bay, Samuels, Dada, Swider, Slater. Robson Earl. And they're like, oh, that's a lot of people. Uh, man, he's going to play every single. And it's crazy because it's also a change. Now, Slater will get time. But Samuels is going to get more time than Slater. I guarantee you, Slater will be the backup. But it ain't like Slater will get a whole bunch of minutes like that by tournament time. Samuels is going to be dependent on to be that leader, to be that guy. So is Bay. Swider will get his time. But Bay and Samuels will get their time more. And then you're talking about Robinson Earl getting his time and Dada. That'll be the four, one, two, three, four guys along. That's seven-man rotation. Easy. Seven-man rotation. And I can see Swider and Slater and, and uh, Dixon, the guys who, by tournament time, who won't get that time. They'll be depending on those four guys and those other three guys on the backcourt. That is it. All right? Now, we want to come through and talk way more about the football program. I want to get into that even more because the football program is doing lights out work. Um, Sakomi James, he got an offer. Defensive end. Talk to him. Uh, Casey Stevenson was an offensive lineman. Big guy who had a good visit. They're going after some guy. They really are, y'all. Watch out for... Watch out for Villanova. And who they are bringing to the table. I'm going to have a lot more said later on about football. We're going to get into football big time. But right now, it's all about basketball and what we go here. This is the Villanova basketball segment of Villanova Radio. I will do a second segment later on tonight about football. Here we go. 
It's Villanova time. It's the offseason. It's time for football. The spring practice has been going down. Andrew Perez, wide receiver, been doing good. Forrest Ryan, the linebacker, been doing good. There's Boykin. I'm looking to see him. See, he's hearing his name called. The guy's been standing out. Nick Torres, big, strong guy. Mikey Taylor been in there getting, getting, getting the reps in. He's going to come in and be a monster. I mean, I'm loving this squad. I'm loving the, I'm loving everything about it. I'm excited about this season because it's new coaches, it's new breed, new culture, the family atmosphere is what all these guys have been saying about Villanova. That's what I wanted to hear. The family atmosphere. Mark Ferranti is the, he's a, why he's the man, why he is the man. And so we'll get to that. But anyway, back to basketball because there's a lot more about Mark Ferranti. We got to have a whole segment there, but. Basketball is big. George Halkovich, uh, Mike Nardi is going to be in the Big Five Hall of Fame. Man, I remember when Mike Nardi was playing, man. He was definitely a good player. Congratulations to that boy, Mike Nardi. He's been a good assistant coach. Kyle Neptune, he'll be going to this year. Um, deserving to have a at Fordham. Deserving to have a good coaching job. I mean, Baker Dunleavy, Ashley Howard. Kyle Neptune. It just shows you the type of team, coaching team Jay Wright assembled. Not just recruiting class. Just good. And once again, VU Sports is the best. <laughs> Shout out to VU Hoops. <laughs> but VU Sports, you know, we ride high, man. So I'm out of here, y'all. I wanted to give y'all a little bit of uh, in between. Watch the Villanova guys coming up. McDonald's All-American game. Brian Antoine. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, let's get it going. All right, y'all, I'm out here. Lita Johnson, man, Villanova, voice of Villanova. Y'all know what it is, man. See y'all. the podcast man we here to talk some Villanova radio I told y'all to come back for a second segment man we gonna get everything out by basketball football everything clearly man um a lot of things came out we're gonna go to our VU sports segment to let you know a lot of things that came out Debo Williams Daryl Debo Williams a three-star it's a three-star guy that is a monster Debo is something man and you know I talked to him and you know he talks about a lot of teams like Kent State, Boston College, UConn, all going after him. He talks about his visit to Old Dominion and everything. He's a guy that I think continues the tradition more of that classic linebacker that Villanova likes to get. You know, you look at guys that have played 
um, with Villanova, and there have been standouts as linebackers. You know, this year you look at Drew Wiley. Um, one guy you could look at, Trajan Anderson is a three-star. Owen Thompson, another guy that was recruited there. And um, Eamon Black casted out for Villanova. A lot of good – Keeling Hunter is going to be there. It's going to be a lot of good playmakers. And um, once again, Villanova is trying to keep up with the, you know, Joneses of their own tradition. Recent, Josh Slay recruited to Villanova, a guy that is a um, three-star talent. And uh, and I feel like that Josh Slay is going to help them continue tradition of more dynamic linebackers. And not to mention, don't don't sleep on Townsell. Quashing Townsell is a good athlete. And the way Villanova turns athletes and uses them, I think he'll be a speedy guy. Look what Amen Black did to his size. I think Villanova has some dogs at linebacker that you got to watch out for. I'm really anxious to see what he does. But back to Daryl Williams, he's a very big – I think he could be the top target of Nova. They had a, they have a couple of um guys that had gave offers to. They're starting their 2020 Hall of Guys. They had a good junior day. And this guy had a visit, and obviously, as you can see, they like him. And I like him as a talent there. Inside linebacker could be the commander of a defense. He's just a good guy to get three-star. He's a guy that can really turn to a, a real good performer, three-star. Um, another guy, Matthew Lombardi. This is a guy who has an offer with Villanova. Villanova just, you know, they want to go in. I think they'll go more defense this time around. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I think they'll go more defense because if you look at the defense and, and what they have right now and what they did this, this coming, this past um, recruiting class with offense, and I think I never really seen them go for offense like they did this recruiting class, three wide receivers, two running backs. Yeah, I got a quarterback in, in the process, and then you know they they went to three went to three offensive linemen, and you know kind of scaled off what they did. The class before was deep. Last couple of classes, they've been like stacking up on defense. Now I think it'll be a mixture. This class, I think it's been a real good recruiting effort by Villanova football, and I'm interested to see what happens now. Looking at um certain guys and um Ricky Ortega's one. Uh, look at the quarterback position. It's going to be a quarterback. It's going to be some quarterbacks. That's just what it is. It's going to be some quarterbacks that involve themselves with Villanova. There's no doubt about it. Uh, because I see them. That's all Villanova's been doing, getting visits. I mean, kind of cats is coming in. You know, Desmond Johnson, he comes in. Um, Colin Schofield, another guy, you know, but they have the offer for Ricky Ortega, who another, another offer would definitely come. I think that's uh, – no doubt about that. Another offer is going to come. Matthew Lombardi, people want to know about this kid. This kid is a big 6'7", 290 offensive tackle. Um, Two-star rated by some. He's a big guy, can move people. They're they looking for these big, massive guys that are athletic at their size. So I like this guy. I think he's a pretty good player to have there. He's a good guy to give you depth on the offensive line. Let's see where he goes. But he's a big guy. Let's just see what happens this year. With Saint, or this coming season with St. Joe Prep. Let's just see how he develops. But I, I do I like this guy. Uh, will they be able to get him? We'll see. I think a lot of schools will be at that guy this size. And let's just see what happens. Let's see where it goes from there, okay? But um, he's in Philly, so that's big. Villanova recruits real good They gives all because the, they give all the local talents chance to shine where the other teams won't even look at him like that. I mean, so um, 
that's going to be something big to see there. Playing, she plays for St. Joe Prep in PA, Philly PA. Um, Philadelphia does a good job. I mean, Villanova does a good job of recruiting guys like Eamon Black, who I'm telling you, man, last year he was just a dog. He's a dog. He's he's a complete linebacker. You know, I think he can play special teams. He's going to be elite. He can do that. I think he can, you know, like develop at special teams and also develop at um, on the starting field. That's straight up. That's, that, I, I mean, you know, that's just what it is. I mean, I feel like in the biggest sense of things, that Villanova football can be super huge. Super huge. As far as defense. Now, Owen Thomas was a tight end. And he went to a linebacker. Townsell was a running back. He went to a linebacker. So, it's like they have athletes. Villanova recruits athletes. I mean, Elijah Trent was a wide receiver. Look what he did at safety. I mean, they recruit and make guys, guys are athletes because they never probably know when they have to put a guy at running back or at receiver. You never know when somebody gets hurt. I mean, because Elijah Trent was a big-time wide receiver, man. And that's why I thought Noelle Miller was coming, but he didn't commit. He committed to Delaware. Shout out to Noelle Miller. He's a guy that was uh, could have committed this receiver's class, but he told Delaware. Delaware also got Dylan Durian from uh, Penn State. So it's it's going to be something. Delaware is going to be something. It's going to be competitive in CAA, but – um. The recruits that they're going for right now are some pretty interesting recruits, and we will get more into that. When we come back, we're going to take a little break, man. When we come back, we're going to get more into these recruits, man. Feeling over radio. I'm going to put your face on. Rose your truck on the way you can't stop for. Still had a weight on me. Good for the rest of the road now, kind. Nigga still had a play for. Hunt down another love of iPhone. Hang out with show money. Good keep calling, we're going to take that down. Better be some more money. Let me sign contracts, I ain't sign shit. Tell them that I know money. I used to shower with a bitch, she got them low. She can't be real with the niggas, but she get a number better than these buckets I'm getting. I swear that I'm sweating the city. A real nigga better not this me, cause I run with hoodies. Everywhere I go, that nigga. Pat coming in on the back street. Twelve ride by, nigga still keep working. Fit it down, not for a shot. No, I got down well, nigga still ain't working. I told these folks that I quit. No, I got down well, nigga still see the serve. Got a trap bar, cut like the first and the third. Got a lot of cash money, I can still get burned. Get away with my child, you gon' still get murdered. Had an FN on me when I did get murdered. If she so good, then she gon' leave with a curse. I was really in the street, she can do you me, sir. Set coming in in a motherfucker. Gotta put a stamp on it. Yeah, hit a plate, scrub it off the plate. Hey, gotta put a camp on it. Pussy ass nigga always talking that tough shit. Nigga put a date on it. Everybody sitting at the table right here. Yeah, there's a lot of place on me. Running through the money and the bitch keep calling. She gon' have to wait on me. VVS Dummy giving all my t-shirt. I'm a yeah, we back, Villanova Radio. Um, I want to talk about spring balls. Been impressive to see guys. I like to see guys develop. See guys coming to another, um, another, another focus. Another, you know, in hindsight. Um, in spring ball, twenty nine players of the day. It was um one month, and we go to March, March fourteenth. Spring ball was going on, and by Nova football recruiting. These three guys who are standouts, Zach Kirsten. Zach Kirkston is a, you know, he's a wide receiver. He's been there. He's, he's a vet. You know, so it's good to have experience. It's going to help guys more talented, less talented. Everybody around know the culture of Villanova. Zach Kirkston knows the culture of Villanova football. Amen Black is here, man. I mean, he's just a star. He's going to be a guy. He's going to show out on any time he gets on the field. And he was a um, 
player of the day on special teams. Kirsten was on offense. Black was on special teams. Jared Nelson, I have always raved about this kid, and he um, had a good day that day. And I'm not surprised. It's going to be really something good to see him at the end of tackle position really make an impact. Him and Lorenzo Hernandez were two guys I really talked about, and I felt like these guys had with a tip. And, I mean, I think it's just about time to get these guys more and more involved, like Nelson and, and, and Zobel is another guy. I mean, I want to hear more about him. But um, that was day one. And you look at March 15th, uh, Simon Benjellis, tight end. I think he's going to have a big year. Him and Ty Summers, man, we talking about it's going down. Simon B, I mean, these two dudes big. Catch the ball. Andrew Perez, man, special team. Hey, look, I like them in college, man, as a receiver. And um, if special teams is in a, is making something happen, that's big. Darius Pickett. Now, let me tell y'all something real quick. Watch out for this kid. He get down. They, they two. T- I mean, Villanova knows. You know what? Out of all the positions I like the most that they recruit, it's this secondary, man. That secondary be something different. That secondary is something. It always it, uh, listen. We, we don't get in the pass rush. The secondary makes up for who, who misses a tackle. The secondary makes it's, it's very it's big playmakers. Julian Williams to Rob Roll. I mean, you got guys like that that was there doing it. Then you got guys now. Julian Williams still there, so it's gonna be a good vet. It's good to have him there. But Terrell Vassell, Amos, Benford, uh, Elijah Trent. I mean, his size for him to be as good as he is is scary now because he's still developing. It was only his freshman season, and he can become a playmaker at his size. Like, that's scary. I mean, what are they going to do when that guy, I mean, sophomore, now he's really going to figure things out. Who's going to mess with him? He could become a shutdown guy. He could even be drafted out of Villanova. Look at his size. All right, so um, it's going to be one guy to look at. Now, next spring practice um, in the spring ball 2019 players of the day by Nova football recruiting. In the fourth practice, J.J. Scarpello on offense. Crazy, right? Guy had a good game. He had, he had a good day. Looked good out there. Drew Wiley, special team. Drew can do whatever, man. And Julian Williams, that's that's like a captain right there. You got to watch out. Julian's about to be something different. And those are two guys, Drew Wiley and Julian Williams, looking like look like NFL prospects. They did so much. They've been productive. And now they're being leaders. Um, Malik Reeves signed with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Or the CFL, man. I mean, congratulations to him. That's my guy, Reeves Island. That's my guy there, man. I mean, I'm just proud of him, man. He was in the NFL. Now he's still um still out there signing with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I think he's going to really, really create a show out there. He's an athlete, man, and he's tough. So it's going to be something to see there. And then you look at one the spring ball number seven, man. Listen, Kofi Apia. Now, I, I can't say nothing more about this guy. I can't say nothing. Every time I see him, how he plays, you know, seeing film on this kid, man, I just been waiting for him to get in there. I mean, I remember particularly when um him out of high school, and it's just like looking at his frame right now. He's gotten bigger, he's gotten stronger, he's getting smarter. Now he's there. Now you're gonna see. This is a guy I think can also be drafted in the NFL. He comes in here, and he plays big. He could be an NFL guy to be drafted. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he comes in, he want to play. If he wants to get drafted, he can get drafted. And you can see Brandon hitting and Ethan Greenridge doing so much. We're going to talk about that, too, the NFL Combine. 
um, and pro days came up. Been busy, man. I'll tell you, I've been super tired and then just, you know, had to take a little fall back, look at more tape. McDonald's All-American game comes around, y'all. I do so much, so it's just like now. But Villanova's like a sigh of relief almost, just like to come back home and give y'all the update on what's going on. So, um, Kofi Apia, that's the one I want to talk about. Um, Just what type of player he is. It's not – I mean, just his size is already impressive. And then you look at guys coming in like – um. MJ Dumas, who's going to be another player that can get down. Like, I like the offensive line, but I want to know who's going to start on their side. I like Billy Hambrook. If you want me to look at any of the guys I like, I always say Billy Hambrook. Always say Billy Hambrook. But Nick Torres, man, watch out. All right? Watch out for Nick Torres. Now, we going back and looking at um, more than Trajan Anderson performing on special teams. Is anybody really getting some of this stuff you've seen with special teams play? Guys who are starting have to still play on special teams. And I think right now that Villanova is getting a culture, physical culture. Guys are young. Trajan Anderson is the big breakout guy, really, to me, among the whole defense. He was one of the top three recruits in that big class that brought in Damone Drew and, and transferred to uh, Penn State basketball. Kyle McGlowski, he was a quarterback, three-star. Anderson is ready to play. Put him in there. It's just time to see the, the the impact out of all the linebackers there. You look at Amen Black, that's one guy. But you put Trajan Anderson in there. It's time to be something special. And I like Owen Thomas, too. Now, Forrest Ryan, he's another monster. He was a performer on player of the day on defense. Ryan is a pure force. Listen, he impacted his freshman year. He's one of those special freshmen that came in that one class, you know, so that – Brought in a lot of defensive players. So you had to be kind of, you know, weary of looking at certain players the Wildcats have coming. Now, you look at running back. Everybody knows about that. Jalen Jackson, he's the big guy. Everybody really wants to see. But Damone Drew is another guy. And then you got Justin Covington. They're not going to know how the defense is. It's going to be hard. You're going to have some guys there. But it's going to be hard for four quarters to really figure the running game out, especially if the the defense of the offensive line, the big important thing is that where's the offensive line? Who's going to be guard and tack on? Will they be able to hold up? Because these are going to be guys who are younger and just get it in there. You know, the other three guys, experience. But the two positions, you know, we got to see if this is going to, are they going to impact? Are they going to live up to the hype? Are they going to be those guys or not? So that's always a question when they're not, they haven't had two guys, I mean, on the guard and tackle position that are gone now. You got to get other guys. Um, The big thing and the big reason for Villanova right now, as far as looking at spring ball, I mean, you're just looking at some good players. I really want to see if Jaquan Allen comes out. Shanka Hodge is that guy. I want to see him more. Him and Ishmael need to get a chemistry. That's it. Josh McGriggs is an explosive talent. Dez Boykin. You got these two guys who can like, I mean, they can take the top off. So I want to see that more. They have just those three guys that have already been in here that can make an impact. You bring in a guy like Jaquan Allen, who I think can force time. I think then you got Javon Jones. That's a good, listen, don't look no further than those guys and build that chemistry and that's it. And you got two tall tight ends. You got three running backs. Villanova should have a nice, balanced offense. 
a nice balanced offense. Like, period. Chris Bolden has so many toys to put. Nathan Pagan at the receivers coach, so much to work with. So it's going to be something to see that, no doubt about it. I just think it really comes down all down to, you know, what can happen? Like, what can happen, you know, when you put a guy in there? Is he, is he going to be that player? Is he going to step up? I mean, you want a guy to come in there and live up to the hype, that's it. Coming to the combine, Villanova Pro Day. Nova Football Pro Day. All right. The guys look good. They did. Um, Rob Rowe, man, listen. 225 bench press 15 times. That's cool. But a full 4-8 on a 40-yard dash. 36 vertical jump. That's all right. 10-4 broad jump. I mean, if you're looking for a safety, if he didn't, I mean, I don't know what really happened. I don't, but, you know, you get lost in it. But this guy's talented. Somebody's going to get somebody that can going to be a hard worker. It can be a special team player or he can be an elite safety. He'll be on somebody's football team. He can be a good safety. He can just be a quality safety. Go in there, what, get your 60 tackles, cover good, be a tough player. Or he can be – He can be any. I think he'll be on a football team. I think he'll be a guy that can run a 4-4-8. Hey, he's somebody you need to look at. All right. Brandon Hittner, offensive lineman. I mean, Villanova is an underrated offensive line. Has good offensive lines coming out every time. Uh, 23 bench press, 225, 5-1-0, 5-10, 40-yard dash, 32-inch vertical jump, 9-7-5 broad jump, 4-6-5. Hittner is looking at a good pro day. For offense, I mean, goodness. But now you put them in the fold and you're looking at other guys that can play. And, uh, you know, Aaron Ford was there, Lou, Lou Caesar, Lou Chaz, he was there. It's been some good players, period, on this, you know, I mean, them guys would get down. It's been some, it's been some good players, period, for Villanova. Looking at uh, Villanova and um, what they bring to the table in football. They just got to put their identity out there. I don't think nobody really knows. Last two seasons, they haven't been terrible. It just ain't been what they wanted it to be. And if you want to be noticed, you got to be a big-time team out here. Drop, they be in the top 25 and drop right out. I mean, they're right there. I think Villanova has exactly what it takes. And I think this is an important 2020 class. They did some real impressive recruiting the last couple of classes, especially this last class that just passed because they lost out on so many good recruits that didn't come to them. But then they went and they got some recruits, and you was like, that was a good catch there. You know, that, I mean, anytime, the other time, it'd be, you know, less than stellar comebacks. Like the recruits you get is not going to nearly be as what you thought it's going to I mean, but they've got some impact recruits. They really have. And you have to owe that to their coaching staff. I mean, they have did great. Um, Villanova football is building a culture where, and it's the first time when I hear recruits talk, they talk about the family atmosphere and the culture. I mean, it's usually good academics. The uh, coaches are good people, but not they make you feel cool there. They make you feel like that. It's guys that want to come up there and get more of that culture. It's also, I mean, they had to practice and get this culture down. 
the whole culture aspect of it. It's been really, really fun to see them get their culture back as a football program. Andy Talley is a legend, and he has the guys here, and they also learn from him. So you just got to stump, put your culture down. Let people know you are, are going to be there. You know, I mean, you have to really look at just how good uh, Villanova football had to come up this year. I mean, y'all not people are not going to see it through the recruiting ranks and what they did and the type of culture they built. They try to be loyal to the – I mean, you know, when Ferranti came in, he came in with guys that were already recruited from another staff. So now he's building his own culture. And I think he's going to build a, a magnificent culture. He's a coach people have to watch out for. He's going to he's an elite coach, and it's going to happen. And when it happens, you know, when it happens, you know, it's then everybody going to be on him. But it's a lot of people that are doubting him. But let him do his thing. He's, he's one of those – he's the good one of the good guys. All right. Villanova has, you know, has a good habit of rewarding guys and um, workout warriors, you would call them, you know. <laughs> and I think it's good. Call them the Iron Cat. That's their big thing, Iron Cat. Uh, football, strength and conditioning, if you go on Twitter, follow it. And it's been some guys. And... and it's good to see those too. I look to see those guys because those are guys. It's going to show on the field, man. If these guys are good, it's going to show on the field. It's going to definitely show on the field. Uh, Simon Benjilis was one. He was an offensive. Uh, this was in January. Workout guys. Uh, Nawulu Awupetu. That's another guy. He's going to be an elite defensive back. The DBU with the CAA, I don't think it's too many people that have the depth they have. Then on January 25th, you look at other guys. Changa Hodge had got, got one on offense and on defense. It was Drew Wiley. Of course, Drew Wiley got it. Then you look on offense again, Justin Covington and Daryl McDaniel, a guy that I'm looking at on February the 1st. He's a guy I'm looking at to see how good he's going to be. Now, if he's going to be good, it's going to make Villanova spill over even more. Into a better, t- I mean, he he's a guy. I don't know if I was. I mean, he, he was a cool player to look at, and he's a he's a quality corner. I think he, had a, but I, I didn't look at him and be amazed like everybody else. He's the type of guy that could be a sleeper. I see, but what he could be a sleeper. This guy from last year, he's been improving, so he's been catching my eye. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Zach Kirkson on fe- February the eighth. Zach Kirkson and Christian Benford, of course. I think Kirkson's coming back to have a big year. He could have a very productive year this year. Uh, Nick Torres, one guy I was talking about, and Julian Williams on February the 15th. You look at Andrew Perez and Jeff Wiley. We got these guys are just stepping up. Perez, you see his name a lot. Perez is trying to get on the field. Watch out for this kid. I'm, I'm impressed by him. I'm really impressed by him. I've been impressed by him ever since high school. Dez Boykin and Forrest Ryan on March the 15th. So those guys, those are the Iron Cats. Those are guys hitting the weight room, strengthening, conditioning, getting it down. I mean, that's important. And a lot of those guys are elite players. And you'll see other guys like that could be guys for special teams. These are guys in the gym working hard, working the hearts, you know. So, Looking at um, Villanova, 
and see where they at, man. I just want to keep y'all, get y'all a little update on football and see what's going on. We'll do more coming up. I got some Villanova radio coming more even this weekend. We can talk more football. Let's go. Tap the rock. I'm out, y'all. This is part two of Villanova radio.